You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> Welcome to episode 127. No, 126. <laughs> 126. <laughs> Your short-term memory's f- for shit now, isn't it? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> so this is like December 17th, 2022. And Christmas stress. Are you feeling it, fellas? Are you feeling it? Fucker? You know, you can never get enough gifts. I thought, yeah. you were, I thought you were going to say you can never get enough of Christmas stress. No, you know, yeah. you can just, you know, when you think you've had enough, no, you can have there's more. All, there's always more. But what if, what if we were billionaires and could just buy anything and our kids were like, oh, I'd like a new yacht or can I have a Gulf Stream or, you know, this diamond is embarrassing. You shouldn't have, you know, I mean, imagine the really <laughs> wealthy and their gift giving, you know? Yeah. What do you, what the hell do you buy each other? uh good none of it, humans yeah well none, none of it would mean anything right? yeah none of, none of it would mean anything man i don't know I, th- I think about those movies you know the old crotchety guy who's got all the money in the world and his family is just you know s- sitting there waiting for him to drop dead so they can get their their little crumbs and then he announces can we not he- talk about my in-laws right now no, yeah, well, well you know they, ah. they those really rich guys they they don't give their families money because they you know have all this resentment you've never made anything out of yourself junior mm-hmm. and i'm uh-huh and i'm depressed by you maybe maybe their fan their christmases and holidays suck so terribly that's i a, think my that's parents what keeps just, me going my parents just kept giving me money hoping will you please make something of yourself dear it's like that <laughs> yeah think about it that yeah the holidays you know the gift giving season for for the rich folks why is that any different than like last thursday you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they they can go buy whatever they want anytime that they want. So we take your American them. Express Express Black wherever you want. Go get yeah. whatever you like. That's the thing that's the, that I think is you know still Danny. Yeah, like that. There you, you go. There you go. Um, I think that's the thing that I notice about my my kids that are adults now. It's more of the anticipation of gift receiving for them. You know, of the you know, oh my god, I'm like so excited at Christmas. So that still brings out the young, you know, because they're not getting their um yachts in March, you know. We're gonna they're gonna have to wait till you know Christmas time, like everybody else, right? Perhaps a more devoted father would find a way. <laughs> I don't remember anything saying that I had to be devoted to anybody about that, right? There was some something in my marriage vows about that, but I kind of I mean I just wanted to get to the party right on yeah, that. Your, one. your fingers were crossed, right? Yeah behind yeah. your back. Oh, you know, it wasn't my church, right? Till death us do part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. I was thinking about that last night because we were all goofing around last night and stuff. And we were all talking Holy. about traveling. I was like, dang, man, just to have that kind of money is like, okay, what are we going <coughs> to? We're going to do that cruise. But we're not going to do the, the crappy cruise that John went on with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, that froze over yeah. and all that stuff. But, you know, really something and just, okay. You know, we're all going on a cruise. Here's, you know, whatever it costs for flying first class. You're doing all that. And you just blow like, you know, $200,000 easily on a seven day vacation for a bunch of people easily. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, that money's gone. Now what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Funny. It may just make more. Steal it. I was looking up the eight rich kids who are famous for being total spoilt brats (laughs) from some British website. Tory you know, spelling. There's no Trump mostly, Jr. Mostly they're people you don't know. There's two oh. three the the three least spoiled are Will Smith's son, Justin Bieber, and Miley Cyrus. So this, you know, kind of tells you whatever. But you know, the number one most spoiled kid on this list is Siddharth Malaya. You know, some guy from some other country. Who gives a shit? Right? His his amount of spoiled bratness hasn't gotten to me yet. Though I've probably been cut off by him in traffic in his Ferrari before. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like your kids get to a certain age and you're like, eh, you know, when, when am I going to, they, they don't want toys They you know, you can't possibly buy them clothes or anything they like. And it like, you really have to kind of stretch to what, eh, what, what would, 
make this a little bit memorable, you know, right. and you, you might be just great. Like going to a, some department store and buying 37, $3 items, you know, yeah. wrapping them all individually and just Giving lipstick, them- lip gloss, aspirin. This is great. Merry Christmas. Yeah. But what do you get your, what do you get your daughter? Right. Um, well, I can't tell on the podcast because she listens to it. <laughs> um, does it not feel? It does not feel like Christmas time. There is no. I do not. I haven't felt a thing. Have you put your lights up on the house yet? Oh hell yeah, we did that. Okay, there you go. That's ago. Christmas right there. Yeah, yeah, but that's the feel know. though. You're talking about the feeling. I I know. I don't feel it, man. I don't feel it anymore. I don't know if it's a if it's still the holdover from the pandemic, and we really don't want to celebrate anything because you know we could be in the ICU tomorrow or whatever. But I don't know. It's just it it just doesn't feel like it to me. Right. For for yeah. me, it's not the pandemic. It's just the last eight years or so. It's just like, I don't know. Eight it's years. just a big stressor is what it feels like. You know, I, I used to have I don't, a warm I don't, you know what? feeling. Let's light feel, a fire, dear. I don't feel that. No, huh? I, I hate Christmas and have and have always <laughs> just because of the. Well, now we yes, got the name and, of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking hate Christmas. But um, no, it's just, you know, you, your family and you got to go, got to go and do and perform and, you know, make somebody happy or go see old so and so who's this is going to yeah. be their last Christmas, you know, those kind of things. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, I would I would like it a lot better if it was just a Thursday, you know, and you do yeah. whatever you whatever you do. But um. You know, this, this hasn't been, it hasn't been too terrible. I mean, I'm going to have both my kids here at the house. That's going to be great. And, um, yeah, you're not traveling. That's great. I'm not going anywhere. That's a, that is a blessing. And, uh, that is a gift right there. Especially, yeah. Especially if I was trying to get there with luggage, did your daughter fly a direct flight from New York to here? Yeah. My, my daughter um, came in from back East and she, uh, direct flight from New York and she, uh, first of all, the flight was delayed. Right by two hours, two uh, hours, yeah, because of uh, cloud coverage in in New York City. So, um, which okay, l- 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 I don't ever remember twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. We used to fly a lot, right? Because my wife had benefits for the airlines and blah blah blah, and we were younger. And we, I don't ever remember the cancellations or the delays to the extent this that they are now everybody i seem to talk to it's always delayed or canceled or whatever and i and and i mean is the weather really gotten i guess maybe the weather has gotten that bad or are they just so busy are they just throwing so many people at so many planes they just can't handle it and they're like okay 20 percent isn't gonna make it well it boils down to just they're understaffed i think yeah and they're over scheduled right and they just you know they want to the more The more they, and they're, there. yeah, they're, they're, they're overbooking, underselling, you know, hoping that this crew from this flight can go drive this plane or whatever. I mean, pilots are just bus drivers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get more of them. Yeah. And it yeah. just seems like it, it, you know, and I just, every time I, I would think about flying or when people are flying, I'm going, well, you know, they're going to be delayed or something's going to happen. But anyway, my daughter, Got, got finally got on the plane. She left, you know, you know this. We were out last night waiting for her. But um, so I, I you know, I, I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I finally hear them. And, and I said, why are you guys so late? Oh, my bag. One of my bags didn't make it. 20 of us. Oh, crap. Now, again, I don't understand. I haven't done it. So how does a bag that you get there an hour and a half before you give it to the fella? Right. Yeah. How does you it got not your make name? it? How does it, it, it's got to go from that terminal to that little fellow down there with that cart, right? And why did the other one make it, right? And why, yeah, did they just like, is it just, is it just the sheer luck of timing? You know, everything is just so precise. And if you don't get on that cart or if you're, if you're on the back end of the cart and you got to have that plane loaded because it's already delayed, it's like, oh, fuck it. These, we got to go. We got to go. We'll send those later. We're not going to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So no. So, so now we got to wait for the airlines to deliver, right? If luggage. they find it, eh? no, no, no they'll, they'll find it. Yeah. They always, they always find your luggage. They don't find your car keys that came out of your luggage. No, you know? because you have to leave the bag unlocked. Yeah, 
and, and we do don't we? we we're not allowed to lock our bags anymore mm, i think i think you can i think you can lock it they as long as you have one of those little tsa locks and they all have the i mean you lock it oh. but they all have a key to it so it doesn't mean anything so what yeah <laughs> yeah real safe there so yeah. anyway that that's kind of frustrating and she obviously was sad on top of the fact that she's two hours late on top of the fact that it's the middle of the night mm-hmm. but as john said we probably saved oh close to thirty dollars so <laughs> we're excited by doing what you know by, by an overnight a flight. flight uh mom picked me up at 2 a.m you know right. that kind of thing that's where you yeah. spend your 30 bucks on. Yeah. well that's fine and, and if we go to vegas it's 15 dollars cheaper so that's a total of 40 45 dollars we could save yeah that's great mm-hmm. that, we'll pick up in vegas and drive home yeah i don't know i don't know john i don't understand the the, the in-laws and their 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 approach to it, it is it is in-laws yeah, like so. Danny's yeah. wife's family—they are you know, yeah. flight attendants and pilots and work for yeah. different airlines. His wife, you know, who, who will yeah. go unnamed, worked for airlines and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, it's like she searches out the most painful thing. Okay, I'm going to drive to LAX. I got to be there at 5 p.m. Uh, we're gonna. I'm going to take a. I'm going to take a JetBlue that stops in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Canada, and we're going to find we're going to find the freeway City. that's being under construction. We're going to take mm-hmm. that route. Okay. Yeah. Is, she, then, is that true? Oh yeah. Listen, <laughs> why do you think? Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. No, she, I mean, yeah, no, it is true. She does. She does. You know, I'm going <laughs> to do an overnight flight to New York. I'm like, why? Well, it's cheaper. How much cheaper? And then she doesn't answer because it's forty two dollars. <laughs> or, or, or you know, John, she will say it's a whatever dollar amount, and I'll say. Would you do it for five dollars less? When what's the what's the what's the what's the what, tipping? Mm-hmm. What's the thing? She's like, and then I get in trouble and I get yeah, no, you yeah, you Then I'm in the dog. You can't say those things out no, loud. No, 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 no. But it is funny that she, when I hear of her trips, you know, and I'm obviously I'm not aware of all the flights that she takes, but it seems oh, like am. it seems like the the more painful of a trip, the the better it is. Like, oh, I had to, I had to do this and this and this, and then I had to run and catch my flight, and uh, you know, I gunned down a man in the Libyan airport and a connection, and then <laughs> I'm in South Carolina. You know, I'm like, oh, isn't that punishment enough? Twenty-eight dollars richer. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I spent Why do it you all, think I spent it all on breakfast at Dunkin' Donuts in Newark? <laughs> <laughs> why do you Why do you think I am the first one, and I'm eager to say to John and his wife? I'll, I'll take you to the airport. I'll pick you up because they like they they're the ones that I mean I can be in my, you know I can crawl out of my bed, put my slippers on, get over there, pick them up, get them home, and really not miss too much REM, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I I, uh, I feel guilty and I'm like, this not is walking great. to the airport. You know, I mean, what? if we if we lived in Europe, we would walk to the airport from our houses, each one of us. I mean, it's well, what is like the one, luggage. That's the only just, problem. You know, with a rolling, just roll it behind you, just <laughs> going down the street. You know, Why are you saying that? Because airports are closer in Europe? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Think about if you lived in, in Germany or France or something, those people, they walk <clears throat> everywhere. It's no big deal, right? You, you know, know that. You, yeah. They just, you know, my friend, my friend Mike has, you know, come here to visit from Europe and he just walked to my house from the airport. And I'm like, boy, I bet they stared at you. And he's like, it's not that far. I'm like, well, you're right, but it's LA, man. You you look That's like true. a the convicted felon just released from the can you know that kind of thing but, i think uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna walk to the airport and see how long it takes for my you know house. i tried i tried to walk to the airport and um you need a good roller bag because it's not it's not smooth sailing on the sidewalks you know you you no, it's kind of crunchy and you know there's a lot of you know divots in the pavement and stuff dead so, crib dead yeah. crickets and, yeah if you had a backpack or something that'd be better but just think about it so if you if you had to leave from our local airport and then you paid what 12 14 dollars a day to park for a long weekend or something like that and you know now to get from my house to the airport which you could you know throw a rock almost it's like 20 something bucks on lyft or uber i mean it's just a rip yeah but if you would have flown out of the other airport that's 45 miles away you would have saved 28 dollars so see eight you're eight dollars richer actually yeah well when you know what when i go to when i go to lax i i just get a cab you know, when you, when you, when you right. come back, you know, and it's, it's like that awful pickup scenario, whatever, all these people are waiting for their ride shares and they're standing around wondering why it's not working. And then there's this line of 100 cabs and the, and the price is the same. 
mm-hmm. you know, as an Uber, as an Uber. Yeah. Because the Uber has, you know, surge pricing. You never know what it's really going to cost until True. it's, you know, well, and, well, you look on your app, wouldn't that not work? Like you, so you land somewhere, open your, your uh, Uber app and look, and you'll mm-hmm. enter the address you're going to, and it'll say, it'll cost this much. Yeah. But and then the, you ask the cab driver, you say, how much would you charge? And he says it's 30 bucks less. So. Well, the, right? if you, if you waited that long, so remember that at LAX, there's that, that extra parking lot you go yep. to and that's where all the ride yeah, stuff yeah. happens. So if you wait that long to ask a cab driver, you know, I'm, I'm waiting in line. How much will you, it's a hundred bucks to get home. And you look at your app and it's like 80, 89, 95 or something like that. But then you haven't called the uber yet and that will be another 45 minutes before they show up because that you're long yeah because traffic Look. around lax is just hammered so the reason that i think that a cab is a better idea is because there's just a constant stream of cabs coming to pick mm-hmm. people up and the ubers are just dudes driving around and people are you know please come get me so you're waiting for a specific dude to show up with a cab mm-hmm. you're just waiting for the next one so it's a, a, it's a yeah, yeah yeah and it's you know i've seen and they're professionals yeah well yeah that's right these professionals <laughs> at huge at, difference at, at smelling <laughs> delicious but um i have yeah I've, car deodorizer I, smell that's the yeah. greatest i've paid like 100 bucks for a cab and i've been um surge price to like 130 bucks on uber for the same mm-hmm. thing so i'm just like Screw Uber. Yeah. Screwber. Screwber. <laughs> but I, I pay extra not to fly in and out of LAX. And I and my wife and I have been collecting mileage points on Southwest to get a companion pass next year. And we are so close. My kid opened up a credit card with Southwest, you know, just yeah. so that we would get, you know, ten or twenty thousand miles that will take us over that. Enormous but it cost amount. you that that Japanese restaurant dinner last night that you're going to be paying for. Yeah, no, you know bucks. what? But if yeah, but if I could get a f- one free plane ticket wherever we fly on Southwest for the next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna work that. They're gonna they're gonna suffer. All I care is that I just drive to the local airport. I'm you know you free ticket or not? I just, you know because that's just like I said, that's the yeah. only happiness I get about traveling because I'm never going to fly out of that airport. So if somebody can and I get to drive. The eight minutes, you know. Yeah, that's funny so- that you that you never you will never fly. You're right. Your wife will make you fly out of LAX every time. She's going to pick an airline and a and a route that is not served by our local. Well, airline. the other thing is too. She always says, "Well, the times and days don't work for me." I'm going. We'll change the day and change the time. Well, yeah. you know. Then we get into the other conversation about well, you know, I, work I don't so have much a job than you. <laughs> I don't have a job as as flexible as yours. I'm going. That could be changed too, from what I understand. You know, yeah. we can we, we can get that changed as well, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's nice to take a connecting flight. You go from here to Phoenix to somewhere else. Yes, I like stretch your legs, get a burrito, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, me, me, see different people in parts of the country that I don't mm-hmm. want to live. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If the hell wants to live there? <laughs> exactly. So what? Are, that's another reason. Like traveling during the holidays makes Christmas feel horrible. You know, it's just like, you know, they they lead with that on the news too. You know, this is the third worst travel day of the year. And I'm like, you know, you're not really selling the holiday here, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear this, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you're not traveling, because what that means is if it's the worst travel day of the year, right? And these people are coming into our communities, whether it's our local airport or a big one or whatever, they're pissed off because they had to deal with this travel crap, right? Just to mm-hmm. come and say Merry Christmas to family and friends, right? So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a little bit of a Scrooge this year, and I don't know why. Right? Mm, yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe you're, you're, you're seeing it for what it is. Yeah. Maybe it's that point. You know, you get that point in your life, and you're like, nothing's gonna make me happy at Christmas. I'm old. I don't. What do I care? You know, all the things I wanted, I never got. Right. And now I can't. Now I don't. You know, the mini bike I wanted when I was, you know, twelve, and I didn't get. You, but you got that now. I, you have your own mini bike. It's just a lot. Yeah, bigger. but it hurts to drive my mini bike now, right? Oh, you know, because you and also I don't have a field where I can go and you know run and you know. You know, you maybe maybe you should get yourself a just get a dirt bike and just tow it tow it out to the desert and just go nuts, man. 
I'm not going to do that. I'm too old. I, I, I fall down, you know, shit falls off, right? I think they can't repair, right? <laughs> What's your Is that my kneecap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I I look at things like you laugh, Kelly. I look at that and going, oh, if I what is my doc, Doctor Bull? We got that covered, you know. What when when do I when does full coverage kick in, right? Who does yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over that. So you know, maybe I'm bringing childhood bitterness of things I didn't get from from you know Christmas. Hey, do you guys have that? Is there anything you wish you do? You remember? Is there something you wanted? Yeah, and I what used was to it? pray. I used to pray for like the entire month of November and December for, I said, and Jesus, please let me get a real drum set for Christmas. And it never happened. <laughs> one of those Ludwigs or one of those, what did they call swing? What were they swing line? Or no, no, I think it was just in a Sears Pearl. catalog and I thought Pearl. it was real. Yeah. You mean the ones in Sears catalog weren't real? Cause I looked at that same catalog and I thought the same thing. Just I don't think they were real. They, uh, no, they know, the thing, the thing about the Sears catalog was, that made Christmas real. Like yeah, you just look, yeah. you flip through this whole catalog and you're like, okay, mom's going to get me some yeah. tough skins. And remember when it arose shoes. in the mail? Mm. That was, Oh, that was exciting. Game. In Canada, we used to get two, we'd get the Sears and the Eaton's and they were basically huh. the same kind of store, but, and you know, and did you, but you remember seeing the, uh, you could order apples and things like that in the catalog and send them to anywhere in the world to loved, no, loved ones. Like like a, a like like fancy yeah decorative apples yeah. yeah yeah like really great apple I think that that was only in the Eaton's catalog which we we had exist. we had Harry we had Harry and David for that send mm. your gram send your grandma a tower of treats make her mm -hmm. think that you care yeah was that yeah. that wasn't around when we were kids though no like that was that was no. that was later because I still remember. pre still pre internet though yeah. I, I remember the the Sears catalog. I would I would go through that man. I mean, yeah, shotguns, go karts, mini bikes, <gasps> musical instruments too. Oh, musical instruments, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I remember that. You know, and you would just I, you could spend hours. I just spend hours in my bedroom just looking and at that and folding down pages and telling yep. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want right. this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. no, it's great. I got a um, I got a go kart for from Sears. That was, I, like, remember, I remember you told us that. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. like the biggest, most wonderful gift. I don't, I don't know what happened that year. I mean, the, the spirit of Jesus <laughs> came down and infected somebody with, you know, gratitude and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was a, it was a two seater red. Wow. And, um, Briggs and Stratton motor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little, a little, uh, what were they? One and a half, three and a half horsepower lawnmower, lawnmower motor that ran one tire Man, that thing was great, and I I was a champ at accidentally flinging passengers out of that. Like you wouldn't believe. Like you take a hard <laughs> a hard left, and they're in the field, you know, laughing. Nobody really uh, got hurt. But um, see, that's an, that's another one I didn't get. I was disappointed. See, uh, you were that well, rich you know, kid. You were that my rich wife, kid. On the, yeah, list. my wife wanted a mini bike, and her brother got one. And all her stepbrothers got one. Every you know, one Christmas, everybody got mini bikes, but her, she got something like a easy bake oven or something so christmas has never been <laughs> equitable since that point i, I should, Josh, I should, get, go -kart, I should get her a mini bike for christmas yeah did you total it somehow or something no you know what happened it um it was a it was a great learning experience so i had it for years <laughs> like maybe maybe seven that's, a, that's something you say after you have your first hooker you know it's a great <laughs> learning experience that's right and <laughs> this thing will check some things up. out first <laughs> So what happened was I dr I drove it. I worked it. The one tire that pulled um, the thing had kind of become a slick instead of a little off-road tire. And something terrible happened to the motor, you know, just kind of seized up or whatever. And it, like so many other things, just kind of ended up in the side of the house. You know, it was like taking up too much room in the garage, so it got kind of moved or whatever. And you could, you know, it was, it was a go-kart pick it up. So these guys came and working on the house and he, one guy was like hey you know you got this old abandoned go-kart there you know can i buy it from you for my kids or whatever and i asked my dad i'm like you know what do you what do you think and he's like yeah if you want to sell it you know name your price and i was like you know, 60 dollars or whatever it was and it was worth a lot more than that and my oh, dad really? my dad just kind of watched i mean we were never going to fix it I, you know i didn't have the the 
you know, like our kids, right? I didn't have the thought of, I could go get another motor and put it on here for $60. (laughs) And I would still, you know, of course, as an adult, that thing's not going to pull you. But, you know, I could have done something different. I could have advertised it or sold it for more, but it was just a, you know, like a think before you speak lesson because people like, you know, $60 here. You know, like, oh, crap. I'm, yeah, I know. Yeah, we've all got those. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like I've sold cars. I've sold things or whatever. Um, most recently, I would tell you about a, about a win when it comes to a sale. I have a, uh, I had a car carrier that I put on top of my car, you know, when we drove back and forth. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Across yeah. the country, put a bunch of crap in there. It was great. I bought it for, used for 400 bucks from some guy that all he did was sell car carriers. You yeah. know, just on, on he, he would buy them and then he would sell them. So when it came time to sell, I was like, oh, fuck, what, what, $250, what can I sell it for? Like, I've had it for a couple of years. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. And my wife was like, how much did you pay for that again? And I'm like, you know, 400 bucks. She goes, sell it for 400 bucks. And I'm like, oh, come on. I've, I've used it. It's lost some value. And so she convinced me to do that. And I, I held firm. I had a bunch of people, you know, just sold it on Facebook. A bunch of people were like, I'll give you 200 bucks. And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, think of all the garage space I'll get back. But I, and what, I, I hung in there and I sold it to some dude for 400 bucks. Wow. And uh, how, what was it again, John? Sorry. A car, a car top carrier. So like one of the, it was a it was Yakima. Like a yeah. yeah like, like you can, a, you put a bunch of luggage in there and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It just clamps to the racks on top of your car. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've always I, thought those were like for surfboards, but they're not. They, they're just, they're just empty inside. You a can big put, empty, but yeah, aerodynamic box. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, it probably holds a couple of hundred pounds of stuff. You know, you could put a, a bunch of cocaine in there and tra- traffic it across the country. Nobody cares, you know, that kind of thing. That but explains um, why yeah, you got $400. I put, yeah. I, I put you pay- like a luggage and fishing poles and stuff in there. But you paid 400 for it. Paid 400 for it and sold Brand it. Brand new? No, used from some guy. Mm, they okay. cost, they cost like eight, 900 bucks new. I mean, it, they're, it's wow. ridiculous how much they are. And, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty sophisticated. You can open it from either side. It locks it, you know, clamps down on your car. It's, you know, and it was in good shape too. Yeah, it's in great shape. And my wife, she said, you know, I'm going to make this worth 400 bucks. And she got one of those white sponges and just cleaned it, you know, got all the little scrapes and scratches and yeah, bugs yeah. and stuff off. So it looked great. So I sold it to this kid. I had um, COVID, so I couldn't deal with him. You know, she, she talked to him in the driveway and helped him put it on the car and got the 400 bucks. And the next day he said, when I was driving it home, it made a lot of noise. Can I get my money back? And I'm like, you know, I kind of sat on that for, for a day. And then I'm like, no. And let me tell you, it makes a lot of noise if it's empty. But if you fill it full of shit, it won't make a lot of noise. So do that. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, if you just drive makes around with it, with it empty, it's kind of like a drum. You know, that kind of thing. But if you filled it, if you filled it full of towels, it wouldn't make any noise. So, so if you fill it not- full of washers... And right. nuts and bolts, it might make a lot of noise. I don't know. <laughs> so it's not the thing that it's not that it wasn't attached properly. It's that ca- cover kind of vibrates on it. Yeah, the whole. I mean, the whole. I mean, it's plastic. So yeah. I mean, it, it does have a little whatever. So a little yeah. give in the air. And depending on, I, I mean, I don't remember. I think she said he had a Volkswagen, you know, little SUV or something. So you know, could you could you use that that luggage carrier to transport a body? Hmm. It's, it's long, it is over <laughs> it is over six feet long. So I would recommend uh, put the body feet first towards the front because that's kind of a smaller thing because you you could kind of crush the feet a little bit as you closed it. It'd be harder right. to squish you a just skull. Just break down. the ankles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that kind of. Don't thing. tell my wife that because that'll be the next way we travel instead of going to the airlines. It'll save <laughs> it'll save four hundred dollars or whatever. That's right. Um, sure. <laughs> I bought four coffins and I'm shipping them um, right. express to the. We're East putting Coast. them on top Don't of the car, them. and I've saved twenty eight dollars. <laughs> we're keeping one so we can save money and not have to pay for the hearse when we get. <laughs> well, you know what? That that actually, if you if you had a climate controlled coffin with you know a little <laughs> with an iPad or something inside where you could watch movies and you could roll over that kind of thing and you could send yourself coast to coast for fifty five dollars, you know, in about six or seven hours, that would be a better way to travel than what we're doing now. Mm, I don't know. I mean, if they had a cargo plane and they just stacked everybody in their little pods in there and the, and it wasn't a stewardess as much as it was a guy with a, you know, with a hand truck to move things around. 
bad mm-hmm. idea. Bad idea. You, you mean when we're alive is what you're Yeah, when about. we're alive. Yeah. I this mean, it's a bad just... idea, John. You usually have good ones, but this one's bad because I'm going to yeah. get that one guy that says this one needs to be in the ground, you know, by mm. Friday because because they're, you know, it's this, you know, whatever, yeah, no. Jewish. You got to be in the ground within 24 hours or something. <laughs> or it's and a I'm... decomp. Wait, you know yeah. what? You're 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 gonna you're gonna die one way or another. I guess the worst thing would be is if you thought you were flying from, you know, LAX to Phoenix, but you accidentally got on the LAX to Singapore flight, and you're you know, oh, I don't no. know what's going on because I'm in this box, but it's been twelve hours and I just shit myself. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get there and they you know decide you're you're gonna be dinner, right? Oh shit, you know, whatever. I don't, uh, I don't know that they're eating a lot of people in Singapore, but you know, oh sure, never, that's how the COVID know, spread. Don't you, you never know anything? what the uh, what the Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> no, it's not. What what do they call those uh, crime organizations in Japan? Uh, oh, Asian yes. mafia, Zuka, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, those guys just kill you. Well, see, John, you are, you actually have an ability to sell things, John. That I just now I don't know if it's because you're just you're good at it or you're patient or you you've mastered the the technology technical all, all technical of yeah yeah because i i that never works for me but you're like yeah i man i could i could sell I sold a half viking, a sandwich in that the, viking blah, blah, blah. yeah that viking helmet yeah i could sell that in a minute i know and then i'm sitting there going i keep telling uh the missus that i said you know what this garage sale that's never going to happen and my garage is i said can we just can we do it and she goes well you need to talk to john he knows how to do it i'm like well why can't we figure it out i don't have time we should no, just have the a, thing yeah. is it is super easy to do. They're just they're just a few little tips. So if you want to if you want to sell something, you got to you got to divide it into two two big buckets. Is it local pickup or is it ship? Right. So there's a there's a weight thing. Like you're selling a motorcycle, it's going to do local pickup. If you're selling a Viking helmet, ship it. So that kind of opens up your market. We live in a big city. There's a lot of people here. They all want everything. Then you've got to pick a price that your thing will sell for. So Here's something that that causes me a little a little difficulty in the selling thing. If you go to eBay right now and you look up some treasure, like a you know a, a piece of jewelry or a, a vintage rare guitar, rare guitar or whatever you or, or okay, let's say Danny has a meatloaf bad out of hell guitar, right? Yes. Everybody, if, if right. please send us a note if you want to buy it. But let's say that there are signed by the way. Yeah, sign. Let's say there are four of those guitars for sale. They will be on eBay for you know thirty five hundred dollars, ten thousand dollars, and that kind of stuff. And those those are just numbers. And if your wife gets a hold of that, she'll say, "Well, shit, the number that we need to sell that guitar for is ten thousand dollars." Because look on the internet, somebody wrote that down as a price, and you're like, "Well, it's still for sale. Nobody's buying that thing for ten thousand dollars, right?" And then you have to kind of figure out what is the real price that this would right. sell for you know yeah, could I, real yeah, yeah, yeah could i start could i start bidding at 99 cents and you know say i i will take no less than 700 dollars. you need you, you kind of do your ebay thing like that then you need a story about how you got this guitar great pictures how why did meatloaf sign it who was meatloaf why would someone want you know all these kind of things and you put that in your ad and then oh yeah people people kind of go for it because if you just said meatloaf guitar signed you know, if you see, if that's you, the way I would list it. And, and, ah, and I'd be see, sitting is, here for 30 years going, why isn't anybody buying? That's right. Well, I mean, how many people are looking for a meatloaf shaped guitar? Right. I mean, you know, or meat, you know, maybe they're, you're, you're next to a guitar and you're next to a thing that you cook a meatloaf in. Right. You got to really got to target your, your sentences and, you know, find those kind of things. See, and there's then, the key. Um, yeah. And then you can all, you can list it. Like Facebook, people are always looking for deals and you just have to kind of wade through, oh yeah, you got a meatloaf guitar, I'll give you a hundred dollars cash for it. And you're like, no. So you gotta you gotta you gotta be strong, you know, for those kind of things and, and wait. Um yeah. the, the component here is the is, like I said, is your one, the ability to market it based on your t- your your text. And then also, this is the key for me, is the time. How oh, much, yeah, no. How yeah. much time am I willing to invest in this, right? Because, you know, right now I just want easy, you know, I just want to get rid of it and make a few dollars. But how you get things at a good price 
right? Is you have that time to invest, right? And yeah, that's you need key. you. Yeah, you need to. the The number one thing I would suggest for any eBay, Facebook, or Craigslist seller is get the app on your phone. So you do it all from your phone. Like screw wow. taking a bunch of pictures on your phone and then sending them to your laptop and then going in whatever. Just get the app and say, all right, I'm selling this uh this ring light. And this is the brand. I took some pictures of it or whatever. And you talk text yeah. what the stuff is and go and you're doing it. That and makes then, sense. Yeah. And if you can figure out how to offer free shipping, you will sell it even faster. I don't I don't do free shipping because I'm too fucking cheap. But um, when you do free shipping, people love that. Let me ask you guys something. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to say if money wasn't wasn't an issue. Let's assume with the money that you have now. If you had a chance to buy, uh, let's just talk guitars, a guitar that was signed by somebody really important to you, what would you be willing to to drop for that? Hmm. What am I doing with this guitar? Am I just staring at it or am I going to You could do whatever it? you want. You could do whatever you want. Okay. Hmm. You know, I would say I don't think a signed guitar is important to me because let's say I have a guitar that uh, Eric Clapton signed at a, or BB King signed at a, you know, charity giveaway or whatever, you know, did he, did he play that guitar? Did he spend a lot of time with it? You know, is it, is it a guitar he carried on the road and that kind of stuff? I think, I think a more valuable thing to me would be, this is a guitar that, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan had when he was on tour and it's worth, $68,000 as a museum yeah. piece. And, you know, if money was no object, you buy that thing and you hang on to it because, you know, yeah. like a signature, you know, they just get a Squire Strat, sign it and, you know, donate it to the mm -hmm. Make-A-Wish Foundation or something like and, that. Or you have a picture of them actually playing that guitar at the Palladium or something like that. Yeah, or, or, that's it's, cool. or, or it's beat up as hell because that's the guitar they had for forever and then they died on... You know, I'd whatever. love to have a guitar like that some famous song was written on or something that would be yeah. really cool. So yeah. having said all that, if I if I think if I would probably pay five thousand if I could have a guitar that Keith Richards signed. What about Keith? What, Anything over than that? Nah. Not what about Keith Richards um real telecasters? Let's say let's say heaven forbid he uh, dies tomorrow. Uh, and they and they auction his all of his worldly belongings to benefit his children at Christmas, and his <laughs> five string telly that he played on every show was up for auction, and money was no object. How much would you? And money pay wasn't for? an object. Yeah, you. It's um, money yeah. was. If I, it's just I have the money. I paid. I paid like two million. Okay, it's probably it's probably worth that. Wow, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Especially, you have it with pictures of him playing it. Yeah, that's the key. No, I mean you, you, yeah, it would, it would come with this. This is it, and you authentication. Could yeah, it, yeah, you yeah, could, a couple mil. Yeah, what about you guys? Put, I don't know. That's the toughie. Because you're like, what? You know, what would it? I think, it, like John says, it would have to be something that they actually played, and I had documentation or pictures of it. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. But but money not being an issue is kind of a hard. Well then, if money isn't an issue, I'll, I'll okay. I'll pay a hundred million for it. We, we, that kind of it's it's yeah. better if if we it's say the no, with the money you have, it's more. I well, would, you can't get anything with the money we have. We're not no not those eight spoiled rich kids who have, yeah. you know, ten million dollars to buy it and uh, break it on camera for YouTube street cred. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That that's a that's a toughie. I don't know what I, I money when money's no object. It's to me, it's the experience. It isn't about the thing, right? It's what yeah. experience do I get from it? So yeah. what, what would be great if I was thinking about for you, Kelly, what if I have $2 million and I say somebody, you know, you know, you work or know Keith Richard, right? Yeah, I know him. Right. I said, I've got a friend of mine would like, you know, a guitar signed by him, but I'd like to Keith sign it in front of him and present it to him and say, here, that I'll spend $2 million on. That would be great because then you can say, hey, not only did it, Keith sign this, he he signed my name and we talked about it. You know, that that's here's the, what, here's the video. Exactly. So you have it hung up with the signature 
in the pictures and the video or whatever. So it was an experience as opposed to just a thing. That's that's what I kind of like. It would be that would be God. Who would I that one? That who would I would I don't know who I would choose on that. You know, that would have to be somebody because all the people I love are dead. You know, all the great oh, people. Is there anyone <laughs> all, the, more? all the greats are dead. <laughs> all the great guitar players I'd like their stuff from was gone. Speaking That's of experiences, Mark yeah, Knopfler. No. Mark, Mark Knopfler. Knopfler. Yeah, I'd love for him to go here, Danny. Here's a guitar. You know, that would be great. I guess. Um, speaking <laughs> of experiences, just for our our listeners, I just want to say something interesting happened last night. I had a major experience. <laughs> John and Danny were there along with our spice. Spice, and <laughs> just the plural of spouses. One of spice. one of these one of these spouses had an app on their phone. I believe it's called Snapchat, and there are filters on it. <laughs> and I got to say, I'm not sure I'll, I'm going to be the same ever again. Um, so here's what I would advise our listeners: roll a big fatty and smoke the fucker. Right, get really high, <laughs> sit down with a couple of friends or a loved one, and get this thing on your thing. And and you'll you'll laugh so hard and you'll scream in horror um, of what this of, of what the the filters on like the old man filter the <laughs> handsome man filter the man with a huge schwanz filter that one didn't work for me I don't know why <laughs> you know platinum anyway. blonde yeah all that yeah. yeah we we kept looking at filters and it was like here's the old filter and i'm like wait it doesn't look any different and here's the you know <laughs> but here's the glamorous you. hair filter it doesn't look any different <laughs> that was the that was the one <laughs> but the the drunks at the other side of the bar were were they <laughs> were we were they laughing were commenting so hard. on us disturbing them <laughs> they, they said one of them said would you guys stop at the cannabis dispensary on the way here <laughs> oh we were giggling like like two-year-olds uh that was it was funny yeah that's that's the, that's in the new place i want to go to as well really yeah i think i mean there's i don't know it's just it's a what is it or is a greasy spoon diner that's been around since dirt and very expensive now yeah opinion. but it just but they have a bar in the back that is just cheesy enough but fun enough but yeah kind of cool now yeah kind of yeah. cool you know yeah. none of our children would ever want to step foot in there for a, oh know. no my kid my kid would be totally down to have christmas dinner there oh really let's do yeah. it <laughs> yeah she would she would love that we should do I, that. i've had i've had one of the best christmas meals i ever had was my mom and i were we were somewhere like going between my grandmother's house and you know maybe her house in Atlanta or something. And we had Christmas um, lunch or dinner or something in a Waffle House, you know, because they're open every day all oh, day or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. it was packed. Everybody was wearing, like, you know, that was working there was wearing a Santa hat. And they were like, hey, here's everybody doing. You know, you go get a waffle and a steak and hash browns and unlimited cups of coffee and that kind of stuff. It was It was one of the most memorable holiday meals I've ever had. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So I would, well, you, I would you can never go wrong by having any meal at a Waffle House. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those things. I mean, you just unless walk. it's really late and everyone's fighting. I've seen those videos. That doesn't look like a good time. Well, you just go to the other one, Waffle House across the street because there's <laughs> one. Right. Like you a, go the, you on go the, the other, other side one. of the off ramp. There's an identical. There's another. One. <laughs> exactly. You know. But there's nothing. Merry like, Christmas. Yeah, you walk into that Waffle House and that smell hits you of just you know batter. And yeah. bacon, yeah, right? yeah, and oh man, syrup and mm. cigarette smoke, and just mm -hmm. all the things that make a meal good, you know. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly what you want. I think when we're done this podcast, I think I'm I may too. get my ass over to the Waffle House. You don't have a Waffle yeah. House here. I don't understand the chicken and waffles thing because then you get syrup on your chicken, and chicken no, is that's salty. And no, but that's uh. that's the good thing. I've had chicken and waffles a bunch. What you want to do is the <laughs> is the syrup runs into the chicken and you put a bunch of hot sauce on the chicken at the same time so it's hot sauce fried chicken and syrup together delicious and then are you got you quite waffles. joking are you no serious? i'm totally serious it it works it's like um so you're m meshing all your savory taste you know you want your salty you want your sweet you want your hot so if i did that i'd go off the rails i i can't i i, I... well <laughs> it, it goes the other the other 
culinary light bulb moment that I had was in <laughs> Oklahoma. I think I've talked about this before, but we I don't were, think that statement's ever been uttered. Yeah. So we're in Oklahoma city, some, you know, groovy little part of Oklahoma city. It's like one block of people that don't vote for Donald Trump. And there was a <laughs> pizza place and we go there, we sit down, we order pizza and the lady says, and what kind of sauce would you like? And we're, we all stopped and stared at her and said, what? And she goes, well, we offer sauces to go with our pizza. And we continued to stare blankly at her. And she said, this is how it works. You get this pizza, you know, the, the spicy Buffalo sauce goes well with that. You get this pizza, the ranch sauce goes well with that or whatever. So the idea, yes, you dip your slice of pizza in a little cup they give you. And so we had one pizza that was, um, Something fancy, you know, like no no red sauce and some figs or some shit on it or whatever. Whatever the those that end of our table was ordering. And you dip that in like a honey pizza. A honey sauce. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm getting the pizza with red sauce and lots of pork products on top of it. And they gave me a different <laughs> sauce. And it was life changing. You dip the damn pizza in the sauce and you're like, why doesn't everyone do this? And wow. so it's the same kind of thing with fried chicken. Imagine delicious fried chicken with some hot sauce or, you know, whatever you do. Cause I, I like a little spicy to my fried chicken. What if you also dip that in some honey or maple syrup or something like that, that, that would just take it to the next level. Well, we all know that John's from the South now, don't we? That we, yeah. you know, we're sauces king, right? Yeah. Sauce it up the better, right? You know? Well, you know, I mean the, the great, the great joke in minority communities, I think, is how awful white people's food is. Bland, <laughs> flavorless, like, right. oh, I made it really spicy. I added black pepper to it, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and other cultures and communities will add a whole bunch of stuff to put some like gas on it. Yeah. I mean, imagine <laughs> potato salad, right? The potato salad that we have had at our family events, you know. Maybe it had a little celery seed in it. Woo, just to just to go crazy. But imagine Ooh. if you had <laughs> Jamaican jerk spices in your, you know, mm. potato salad or something like that. You could that'd be something that that would make that it. That sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, so a, that's I, I mean that's try the, that. That's the thing. So yeah, don't be afraid of that and figs. Spicy fried Put chicken figs in uh in syrup. You know, well, I'll tell you, you know, you talk about figs. Figs <laughs> figs trouble me. So everybody that lives in our Area, you mean you, know, you mean in a, your back? You mean your uh, gastrol way or or no no no? I like okay. I like figs, but here's the thing: your neighbors have fig trees somewhere. You go on a walk. There's a yeah. fig tree, and it's and it's making figs. Man, it can't stop making figs. And after two figs, you're like, what the hell am I going to do with these figs? Right? This thing, <laughs> this thing makes a thousand figs, a, maybe twice a year or something. You know. uh, Wyatt and his wife, he's been on the show. I can say his name. Wyatt has a fig tree. It's a it's a monster. And the figs are delicious. But what the hell do you do with them? Right. And that's what I that's what I can't figure. We've got this plethora of figs. And the best thing that I can think of that you do is you you take them and you put a little uh, goat cheese in the middle and maybe wrap them with some bacon and and bake them. That's okay. delicious. But that's a hell of a lot of trouble. I'm not doing that that's a lot thousand of times. And you got and you've got two or three weeks to go through a thousand of them before they just become hornet magnets. Right. So, um, well, yeah. you could cut them in, you could sli- slice them and put them on your pizza. Now you're what you're telling me. Right? <laughs> you could, you could do that. Or you could make a, uh, my wife has made them into a jam before, but I mean, yeah. you know how much fig jam you're going to eat. That's the, that's the thing. Like fig does a great job and we haven't figured out how to eat them. Same thing with kumquats. There's a kumquat tree, you know, down. You just the eat them whole. Yeah. But they're not that good. It's like it's, it? I kind of like them. No, kumquats? You just, you, yeah, come, they they look yeah. like a little tiny yeah. skinny orange, and you mm-hmm. and you bite into them, and it's like the the bitter of the oil and the sweet of the middle, and you know, yeah. I just use them as a cocktail garnish. Are they are they uh, nutritional in any way? Sure, they kumquats? have a lot of vitamin C. Yeah, yeah. Huh. You know, we've got a I got a a fig tree in my backyard, and the squirrels think I'm God because of mm-hmm. that. Squirrels mm-hmm. just eat that shit up. Oh yeah, they love that. Yeah, I never see these things except the the casings or whatever, and the squirrels just smiling at me. I uh-huh. have teeth all black with seeds. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. You're the best. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know if I've had, well, I actually had figs uh, in, with yogurt. It's good. Figs and granola and. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, figs are, figs are tasty. Yeah. Well, they I mean, nutritional yeah. value too. Do they have do they yeah, like, uh, sure they a lot potassium of, or some bullshit like that? They got yeah. a lot of fiber because they got all the seeds and stuff, you know. Yeah, you got to be careful there. And yeah. wasp legs, <laughs> which is a, a fiber. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little a little wasp never hurt anybody. Yeah, I love wasp. <laughs> grill that. Put that. Put those on the grill. You got you got yourself a, a you know a tasty meal. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, fellas, you make me hungry with all this talk. I haven't had breakfast or anything. Yeah, you know? I think it's I think it's time to go get some waffles and fried chicken. There you go. And and mm-hmm. some figs yeah. on it and some yeah. spicy spice, you know. All right, dudes. All right, gentlemen. Well, Merry Christmas to everyone. If we oh, don't. Yes. Oh, it'll be Christmas Eve next Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. I don't I don't know that we. I, I don't know if we'll be podcasting then. Yeah. Maybe, right, well, Merry maybe you know, maybe we do it. Maybe we do it live with everybody. We just all oh, get together and do a, all of our families, like a whole bunch of love and shit. Yeah, white our white elephant gift exchange. Eating, recording. eating figs, fig omelets. <laughs> we should we should take we should do some more um wild audio from like our Friday night Snapchat laughing and just record it, and then we could play it back in the podcast. Like this is what happened last night. Oh, just a bunch of cackling. That's a good idea. This is you what know? we did at Christmas. You know, some, the tears. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Here was our everybody. experience last night. Yeah. Yeah. I have to play. tell you, well, last night I was not feeling going. I mean, I'm obviously my work has been extended, you know. Uh, that's well, that's why I that's why I forced your hand. And the, I was so happy. I was when Karen and I got in the car and we were driving right right with that. And I said, Man, I really, really needed this. It I don't my body didn't hurt anymore. I was, you know, much more relaxed, you know, and it was just it was very therapeutic. So mm. good. Yeah. I hope it get I was hoping it and it kind of jump start the the hopefully the Christmas season a little bit. I'm trying to not be so yeah. bah hung, bah humbug about it. So, you yeah. know, maybe get in your spirit a little bit. Are you working next week? Yeah, not? but not, you know, it's going to be okay. very very minor. I some days I might not even go in. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. You know, I'll just okay. see how I feel. I actually have got to do some shopping, so because yeah. I didn't do any of that. So the the mall's close to where I work, so I'll do that. All right, fellas. All right, Rock Merry stars. Christmas. Yeah, I same love to you, you guys and yeah. everybody. Have a great time out there. See you when we see you. Yep. See you when we see you. You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through.